And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr, and suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. This your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order. You know, credit trouble. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and listen to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. Eagle Whistler. self-destruct in five seconds. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the captivating Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's the adventures of Archie Andrews, starring Bob Hastings as Archie, from 1948, but first, it's Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Carrie must correctly answer more true or false questions about Father's Day trivia. Right? Well, not exactly, because today they're not true or false. It's oh, a very special edition. You change it up and you don't let me know, so I sound like I don't I, know no, what I'm talking about. You asked me on the air about three minutes ago yeah, if but, it was true and false, and I said no. But I can't. I don't listen to what you say. I though. know. That's my point. That's so we problem. have Carrie on the phone from What's Sycamore. Up, Carrie? Hi, Carrie. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Special edition. I'm honored. That's right. That's this is right. special. Well, it's special because you're with us either way. Yeah. So it is just plain special. It's either special. way, by the way. I think I like to be fancy and I say know. either. She's so fancy, Carrie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so these are just some crazy Carrie, questions. We're going to make it up as we you go. You don't know what I put up with over here. Five hours every Saturday. <laughs> Five hours uh, I have to sounds be. Like, sounds like you guys are having fun. Listen, oh, yeah. I'm a piece of cake compared to your friends. Yeah, you're a piece of devil's food cake. <laughs> oh, I like devil's, devil's food Devil's food. So I've got some questions I found on the internet. I can't attest. <laughs> to their uh, validity, but we'll have a little bit of fun yeah. and see how we do. I've got 10 questions. Oh, you're that's both a lot gonna, of questions. Yeah, so let's get a move. Carl, you're first. All right. But Carrie, hang in there. Carl, what was the original name of the holiday that, that eventually became Father's Day? Solstice. Okay, you want to give that one a try, Carrie? That is not correct. <laughs> no. It, uh, oh, man, I just I think I just heard this. It's, really? Um, it used to be was, called something else, similar to Father's yeah, Day. They protested Mother's Day. They wanted an uh, equivalent for Mother's Day. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Son's Day. S-O-N, obviously. Son's Day, like S-O-N. All right. We both got that Okay. Carrie, Father's Day officially became a national holiday in which year? And whoever gets closer gets this one. Well, I won't say where it happened because you might have that. I might. I it, I know where it was, but I, I want to say it was like nineteen, say nineteen forty-eight. I'll say forty-seven. Ooh, you went the wrong way. It's nineteen seventy-two. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Yes, became Get a national holiday in nineteen seventy-two. Maybe eighteen seventy-two. No, nineteen seventy-two. Yeah. I'm going to give that one to Carrie. You. All right, there you go, Carrie. <laughs> there we go, You're Carl. On the board. Which president signed Father's Day into law as a national holiday? Well, it would have to be like, um, let's see, 1972. That would have had to have been like Carter. You want to give it a try, Carrie? Well, 
if it was 72, depending on when, it was either, mm, I'm going to say Nixon. That's correct. Wow, <laughs> That is exactly right. Way to Ooh, go. That's could've, impressive. Could have been either way. It could have been either way. It's <laughs> true. Um, all right. Great job. And Carrie, on Father's Day, what clothing-related gift is stereotypically given to dads? A tie. That's it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Carrie's kicking my B-U-T-T. <laughs> Carl, according to a study, I could tell you yeah. which one. Which gift? A study of Lisa Wolf. <laughs> a study. Which gift, what gift ranks as the most popular for Father's Day? What not gift? Cla- not clothing-related. Um, What gift? The most popular gift? Mm-hmm. I'll say uh, Cologne. Mm, sorry, Carrie, you got a, you got an idea not, on this? Not one? clothing related. Uh, something barbecue grill related. You know what? That is absolutely wow. right. Um, a dinner or an event. Jeez. That is absolutely right. Carrie. Wow, this is going well. My goodness. All right, Carrie, which <laughs> friend's character became a dad in the show's final season? Chandler. I say Ross. It's Ross. So close. Oh, it was Ross. Oh, I got yeah, one. Ross David Schreiner. Hey, I'm on the board. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Carl, which American president is often associated with the phrase founding father? Well, that would be George Washington. George Washington. You're on the board again. Carrie, what's the official flower of Father's Day? Oh, God. Um, I know. I didn't know this. Of course, I didn't really know any of them. Uh... It won't be a rose. It is. Yes, a rose. I'm taking that. (laughs) That Okay, I said rose. Okay, rose. Yeah. Two more questions. (laughs) Carl, you won't know this one. In The Lion King. Oh, thanks for the the vote of confidence. (laughs) Who is Simba's father in The Lion King? Um, Mustafu or something like that. (laughs) Mugafu. You know what? I'm going to take it. You are so close. It's Mufasa. Oh, come on. I I took it. I took it. That was close. Last question. Yeah. Carrie. Which U.S. state has the highest percentage of fathers in its population? Utah. I said Carrie. Oh, I was joking. It's Utah. (laughs) I was because of the Mormons. I was just thinking. It's Utah. So that's not fair. Nobody gets that one. Carrie would. Well, Carrie won anyway. No, it doesn't matter. I I was waiting for what. What state invented it? In that, it was city, and that was Spokane, Washington. I don't know why. It I is Washington. That, wow. that is exact. I have that one. I just threw out a couple <laughs> questions because we were getting Carrie's running late IQ on time. Six hundred and eleven. Oh my gosh! Way to go, Carrie! That was really impressive, yeah. Carrie. Yeah, I'm going to send you some Twilight Zone radio drama Excellent. CDs. Sound good, my friend? Excellent. I will enjoy them. Thank you. Very right, thank buddy. you. You were such job. a great player. You yep. were perfect. And happy Father's Day. When we come back, it is uh, Archie Andrews. Good comedy. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. 
You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. The Adventures of Archie Andrews was a teenage sitcom. It was adapted from the very popular comic strip by Bob Montana. Came to NBC Radio in 1943. Lasted all the way until 1953. For a time, it was sponsored by Lisa's favorite food, Swift Premium Sausage. Because she's such a big meat eater, that Lisa. Archibald Archie Andrews was the only child of Marion Fred Andrews. He lived in Riverdale and attended Riverdale High. He had two main crushes on Veronica Lodge and Betty Cooper, and his best friend was Jughead Jones. Uh, The very first actor to play Archie Andrews was Charles Mullen, then Jack Grimes, then Burt Boyer, and then Bob Hastings, and Bob Hastings played the character the longest. We have Bob Hastings in this episode of The Adventures of Oz. Uh, I said The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. The Adventures of Archie Andrews, November 20th, 1948. The Andrews are getting unexpected company, and all kinds of fun erupts from there. Here's part one now of Archie Andrews. <laughs> magazine no one loved so well. Archie Andrews and all his gang. And now for our weekly visit to Riverdale. It's early Sunday afternoon as we look in on the Andrews home. We find Mr. Andrews standing in the front hallway and judging by the way he's all dressed up in his Sunday best, the Andrews are about to go someplace. (sighs) Mary, are you ready? Yes, dear. I'm all set. Are you? Yes, dear. I've been waiting here already for five minutes. Oh, I'm sorry I kept you waiting, dear. And Fred? Yes, dear? I think eating our Sunday dinner out is a wonderful idea. Oh, it's nothing, Mary, nothing. You're certainly entitled to one day off after cooking and washing dishes all week. (laughs) Yes, dear, but I still appreciate your suggesting Well, it's quite all right, dear. I'm glad to do it for you. But come on, let's go. I'm starved. Yes, dear, I'm... Oh, dear. I almost forgot. Forgot? Forgot what? Where's Archie? Why, he's... Oh, for good grief. Well, where is he? I thought he was waiting down here with you. Well, he isn't. Archie! Archie! Yes, Dad? Where the dickens are you? In the bathroom, combing my hair. Oh, all right. Archie! Your mother and I are ready to go out. Would you mind hurrying? I'm hungry. She was sure, Dad. Be right there. All right. Mary, you know, that boy is the slowest boy I... Oh, fine. Well, now, who can that be? Hello? Yes? Who's this? Uncle Joe. What? Well, Uncle Joe, how are you? Oh, fine. What does he want? And how's Margaret? Good. And the twins? Good. Oh, I'm just fine, Uncle Joe. 
Yes, Fred's fine, too. Yes, Archie's fine, too. Glad we got that settled. Uh, but what's new, Uncle Joe? We haven't seen you since you had dinner here a year ago. Uh, what? What? You are? The whole family? Uh, why, yes. Yes, by all means. Of course. Yes. Uh, all right, Uncle Joe. Goodbye, Uncle Joe. Now, whatever made that old chiseler call now of all times? Fred, he said it's been so long since they've been here. Seems like yesterday. That he's bringing the family over for a visit. Good. The less I see of them, the... the what? <laughs> bringing them here? Here, yes. Wait, now? This afternoon? Yes, they're leaving right away. Oh, good grief. Mary. Mary, maybe if we hurry, we can get downtown to the restaurant, get our dinner, and be back before they get here. I... But, Fred, we can't. They're coming here for dinner. Yes, I know. That's why we... Well, here for dinner... Uncle Joe and Aunt Margaret are having dinner here. Of course. You can't let them sit here all Sunday afternoon without offering them dinner. Oh, no, Mary. Why didn't you tell them we were going out for dinner? I couldn't, Fred. He told me they were all coming over, and that's all there was to it. Oh, good grief. Mary, well, I'm all I set, Dad. Yes, Archie. Let's Mary, go. I, Mary, oh, I... I sure am hungry. Archie, I'm trying to talk to your mother. Do you mind? She was no, Dad, but I thought you were in a hurry to go out for dinner. Archie, I was in a hurry, but it now seems that we're having your Uncle Joe for dinner. She was, who can eat him? <laughs> Archie, we are not going to eat him. We are going to entertain him. You mean he's coming here? Yes, with Aunt Margaret and the twins. Oh, boy. Oh, Mary, isn't there any way we can get out of this? Fred, not now. You can't insult relatives like that. Well, what are you going to feed them? You haven't got a thing ready. I know, dear, I know, but... I guess I can get something ready. Um, I can make some vegetable soup, and um, luckily I have a good size, a good size steak in the icebox. But Uncle Joe eats like a wolf that's just come off an 18-day diet. <laughs> well, don't worry. I'll make a lot of potatoes, and... Oh, dear. What's the matter? I just remembered, last night at supper, I noticed we have only three or four potatoes left. Oh, fine. That'll be enough for Uncle Joe. Well, what's everybody else going to eat? Oh, Fred, Uncle Joe doesn't eat that much. But we do need some more potatoes. Archie, you run over to Jughead's house and borrow some potatoes. But, Mom, I wanted to eat out. I'm starved now, and I Archie, don't want to run... we are out. not having dinner out, so you might as well get used to the idea. Oh. Unexpected company is unexpected company. Now, run over to Jughead's house and borrow some potatoes. We'll eat as soon as Uncle Joe and Aunt Margaret get here. She was okay, Mom. But I don't know how people have the nerve to invite themselves places like that. <sighs> now, Fred, we have no time to spare, so I want you to help me. Oh, now, don't worry, dear. Just tell me what you want me to do. Well, uh, we better get the dinner started right away. You go get the steak out of the icebox, right. and uh, I'll get the vegetables. And... Oh, dear. Now what? Look what I just found in the cupboard. A five-pound bag of potatoes. Good. That's just what we... <laughs> potatoes. Oh, no, Mary. Uh-huh. But we just sent Archie over to Jughead's house to borrow some potatoes. I know it, dear. Maybe you can still catch him. No, not a chance. He's halfway over to Jughead's house by now. Oh, well, we certainly are off to a bad start. Oh, now, 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 don't worry, dear. I'm here to help you. And when Archie gets back, he'll help, too. Yes, dear, I know. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Gee whiz. Just when I was expecting to have a fancy dinner in a restaurant, we gotta get company. I gotta go borrowing potatoes. Fine thing. I sure hope Jughead has some he can lend us. I don't want to... Gee whiz, hi, Archie. 
What are you doing here? Oh, hiya, Jughead. I came over to ask a very important favor. Can you lend me some potatoes? Huh? Potatoes, Jug. We're having some unexpected company for dinner, and Mom needs some potatoes. Has your mother got any that she can spare? Tia? I don't know. Well, ask her. I can't. Why not? She isn't home. Isn't home? On a Sunday afternoon? Jug, what are you going to do for dinner? Oh, we had dinner half an hour ago. Then my mother and father went to Newton Center to visit my aunt, but I stayed home. Oh, I see. Well, do you know if your mother has any potatoes that she could spare? Sure she has. Come on in. Oh, gee whiz, that's swell. Oh, we always have lots of potatoes around the house. If there's one thing we like in this house, is potatoes. Yes, sir, that's our favorite dish, potatoes. Yes, sir, I can give you all the potatoes you want. Only one thing. Yes. I don't know where they are. <laughs> don't know where they are? Chuckhead, do you mean to say you don't know where your mother keeps the potatoes? No. Do you know where your mother keeps the potatoes? Why, of course I do. Sure I do. Certainly I do. Right in the... Hmm. Come to think of it, I don't know. See, I told you. Hey, I know where they must be. Where? The same place my mother keeps all the vegetables. Where's that? In the vegetable compartment in the refrigerator. Gee, maybe you're right. Sure, that's just where they are. Now, let me see. Oranges, lemons, garlic, apples, pears, lettuce, cabbage, spinach... Judge, never mind the menu. Just find the potatoes. I'm looking, I'm looking. Cauliflower, watercress, celery, parsley, tomatoes. Gee whiz. No potatoes. Oh, fine. Jug, you mean to say your mother keeps half a vegetable store in there and no potatoes? It looks like it. Hey, I know just where they are. Where? In the pantry. The pantry? Oh, gee whiz, sure. I bet that's where they are. Sure, that's where everybody keeps potatoes. Sure, potatoes don't need to be kept in a refrigerator. Sure. Now, let's see now, uh... Coffee, tea, sugar, salt, pepper, gelatin, soup, cereal, cinnamon, cocoa, coconut, maple syrup, chocolate syrup. Potatoes, Chuck, potatoes. I'm looking, I'm looking. Chocolate pudding, salmon, tuna fish, sardines, herring, shortening, I... yeast, olives, cherries, I... and nuts. She whiz. No potatoes. Oh, fine. Chuck, do you mean to say in that young grocery store you got in there, there isn't a single potato? Not even a potato chip? Oh, great. Jughead, I got to hey, get some... I know. Huh? I bet the potatoes are down in the basement. The basement? Sure. Lots of time Mom has the delivery boy leave the heavy stuff down the basement because we don't have enough room up here. Sometimes she buys potatoes in the 50-pound bag. 50 pounds? Yeah. Gee whiz, Jug, you ought to be able to spare a pound or two if your mom buys 50 pounds of potatoes at one time. Sure. Now, let's see. Soda bottles, ash cans, tin cans, old magazines, newspapers... Charcoal, laundry basket, soap, bleach, starch. Jug, I'm in a hurry. I'm looking. I'm looking, for... Archie. I'm looking. Clothespins, washboards, scrub bucket, cold but... shovel, screens, hammock, lawnmower, grassy, paint, and roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> no potatoes. Yes, Jug. I could tell. She was. I bet I know where they are. Where? On the back porch. The back porch. Sure. Mom keeps lots of stuff out on the back porch, especially in the wintertime. I'm sure that's just. Jughead. Huh? Jug, if it's all the same to you, I think I'll just run over to Betty's house and borrow some potatoes from her. Something tells me it'll save time. Well, here's the steak, dear. Shall I put it on the broiler? No, not till I season it, Fred. Uh, you start cutting up those string beans and uh, hand me that onion and the knife, please. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I wish Archie would get back here. Oh, he'll be back any minute, dear. Oh, I hope so. We don't have any time to spare. 
Uncle Joe will probably be here before we're ready. Oh, now, Mary, take it easy. Don't get so upset. Upset? Who's upset? Well, you are. You sound like you're going to burst out into tears any moment. Oh, Fred, don't be silly. It's the onions. Well, now, you shouldn't worry about the onions. You mean that's what's making you cry? Of course, and you always do that. Oh, fine. And here I thought she worked for you. Oh, dear. Fred, can that be Uncle Joe already? I don't know. I'd better go see. Fred, you finish cutting that onion. Huh? All right, dear, I will. Oh, never know my day seen anything like this. Hello. Oh, for pity's sake, Jughead. What are you doing here? She was here crying, Mrs. Andrews? Yes, Jughead, but... Did you have an argument with Mrs. Andrews or something? No, Did he beat you? Why, the beast? Striking a poor defenseless Jughead. Don't cry, Mrs. Andrews. Everything will be all right. Jughead. Here's my handkerchief. Jughead, I won't let him hit you anymore. Jughead. Mr. Andrews did not hit me. Mary, who was that at the door? Oh, I get it now. You hit him. Yes, Jughead, I... And no, probably Jughead, deserved I did not. Deserved what? You can't. Who's your cat? You should be ashamed of yourself. Jughead, will you please listen for just one second? Nobody hit anybody, and nobody is fighting with anybody. Mr. Andrews and I are crying because we're peeling onions. Peeling onions? And peeling onions. Look, I mean... Peeling onions. Gee whiz, is that all... I thought you were fighting. Well, we're sorry to disappoint you, Jughead, but we were not. Uh, Jughead, what are you doing here, anyway? Well, Archie was over at my house a few minutes ago for potatoes, and I couldn't find any. But after he left, I found them, so I brought them over in this bag. Oh, fine. Well, Jughead, as long as you're here, we'll put you to work. Okay, Mrs. Andrews. I'm awful sorry about thinking you were Mrs. Andrews for fighting. Now, Jughead, that's quite all right. I know you must feel embarrassed, but there's nothing to start crying about. Well, I'm not crying, Mrs. Andrews. It's... Those onions, Miss Andrews, are still holding. Onions will do that to you, make you uh, cry. So does uh, being um, losing to the beat the host and all the other games we play here. Our listeners are the smartest listeners in all of radio. I, I generally lose. Very rarely do I win. But uh, anyway, enjoy the fun and uh, frolics. And that's uh, Archie Andrews, part one. We'll have more of it in just a few minutes. Uh, going back to November 20th, 1948, the great Bob Hastings starring as Archie Andrews. And that's Harlan Stone as Jughead Jones. All right, more of Hollywood 360 with my team Lisa Wolf and Mike Bubble Bath Costella. My crabby brother Vince will be right back. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535.
Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. All right, this is Hollywood 360. Before we get back to the adventures of Archie Andrews, I want to mention once again about our 60 classic radio shows, 60 half-hour shows on 30 CDs for only 60 bucks. So 60 shows for 60 bucks plus $10 shipping and handling. Uh, it's a great offer. It's the cost to manufacture the CDs. These are these are uh, classic radio club CD sets from um, the past five years. I always order extra each month. We have a new five CD set that comes out with liner notes, historical liner notes. And our classic radio club members know the quality of those collections, five CDs in each case. So we're doing um, six sets, so 60 classic radio shows on 30 CDs with the historical liner notes for our cost to manufacture of $1 per show, so $60 plus $10 shipping and handling while supplies last. And i got to tell you, Lisa's on the phone right now with a couple of customers. We've been having calls all night. I do thank you very, very much because these are um, extra inventory. There are unplayed CDs. They're sitting on my shelf for the past five years and uh, decided, you know what, I'm running out of room here. We sold a few thousand CDs last week by mentioning it a couple of times, and we will probably um, sell them all out within the next week or so. So if you want to take advantage of it, give us a call. If we don't answer, you can just leave your name and uh, return phone number, and either Lisa or I will call you back. The number is 815 Nine hundred seven five three five, and I had mentioned earlier. I said, you know, if you're a classic radio club member, you might not want to order because you may get repeats. But um, I got a very nice email from a regular listener and a regular classic radio club member, Tony, who um, knows who he is out there in Radio Land, who said, sent me a very nice email today. It said, you know what, Carl, I got my shows, and I'm going to give them away as gifts because they're such great quality. I'm going to give them to my friends. So thank you, Tony. I appreciate that very, very much. Um, so if you are a Classic Radio Club member, you want to give some of these out. For, you know, you may get some repeats, but if you want to give them away to your friends, then uh, feel free to order 815-900-7535. Either Lisa or I will uh, speak to you tonight. If we don't answer, it's only because we're on the phone with somebody else, and we'll call you back. All right, we're listening to Archie Andrews, a broadcast from November 20th, 1948. The uh, Andrews are getting unexpected company. Good broadcast. Uh, let's tune in to the conclusion now to the adventures of Archie Andrews. Gee whiz, I sure hope Betty can lend me some potatoes. That jughead looked all over the house and then couldn't find a single... Why, Archie, hello. Hello, Betty. I came over to ask a favor. Oh, of course, Archie, but you know I'm awfully glad to see you. You are? Uh Uh-huh, I certainly am. Why? Well, my mother just started making dinner. Yes. And we're having a wonderful dinner. Shrimp cocktail first with ketchup. Do you like shrimps with ketchup or lemon? Uh, Ketchup, but Betty... Oh, I do, too. And then we're having soup. Beef bouillon. Do you like beef bouillon? Well, yes, Betty, but I'm in a little hurry now. And, and I... after that, we're having roast beef. Mmm, I love roast beef. Yeah, me too. And but my be... mother makes the best roast beef in the world. Yes, Betty, but would you get to and the... And then for dessert, guess what? Oh, I give up. Homemade apple pie with ice cream. Oh, isn't that dreamy? <sighs> yes, Betty, very dreamy. 
And that sounds like a very fine dinner. But would you mind telling me why you're so glad to see me so I can tell you why I came over here in the first place? Oh, of course, Archie. I was just getting to that. The reason I'm glad to see you is that I was just talking about you. You are? Uh-huh. You see, my mother just ran out of potatoes, and she wanted me to go over to your house to borrow some at... Archie, did I say something wrong? <laughs> Now we have everything on the stove. Yes, dear. Huh, you see? We'll be ready in no time. Well, we're still a long way from ready, dear, but so far, so good. Now, I want you and Jughead to stay right here and watch things while I go out and set the table. All right, dear. That's easy. Yeah, easy as pie. Now, remember, the soup's in the pressure cooker, and the steak's in the oven, and the potatoes are in that pot, and uh, these are the string beans, right? Yeah, yes, dear, I know. I now, know. be sure nothing boils over or burns. Don't worry, dear. We'll watch it. You just go right ahead and set the table. All right, and if Archie ever gets back here, send him out to help me. Yes, dear, I will, I will. <clears throat> well, Jughead, we might just as well sit down. We can watch this just as well sitting down as standing. Huh. Now what? Fred, then maybe Uncle Joe can... You answer the door? All right, Mary, I will. Now, Jughead, you keep an eye on things here. Okay, Mr. Andrews. And for goodness sake, Jughead, don't let anything burn. I won't, Mr. Andrews. She was the way Mr. Andrews talked, you'd think I was dumb. She was maybe I am. Well, I'll show him I can watch a few things cooking on a stove. Hair of gold, eyes of bull, lips like cherry wine... Prettiest gal I ever knew, I'm gonna make her mine. Oh, hair of gold, eyes of blue, lips like cherry wine. Prettiest gal I ever knew, I'm gonna... What's that noise? Gee, the soup in the pressure cooker. Well, maybe it's supposed to make that noise. Hair of gold, eyes of blue, lips like cherry wine. Prettiest gal I ever knew, and I'm going to make... I never heard one make that much noise before. Maybe it needs more water. I'll open it and see. Right, just lift this gadget here. Well, turn the pot cover this way. Oh, boy, it exploded. It's open all over the ceiling. Oh, boy. Betty, I don't know what we're going to do with all these potatoes, but we certainly can use your help. Oh, I'll be glad to help, Mr. Andrews. Yeah, good. I... Hmm. That's funny. What's funny? Can it possibly be raining in here? Raining? Yeah, I just felt a few drops on my neck. I... Oh, good grief. Look. Look, it is raining. Look at that ceiling. Oh, but Mr. Andrews, it can't be raining. The sun's shining outside. Then something's leaking upstairs. That ceiling is sopping wet. Oh, Mr. Andrews. We've broken the water pipe. Mr. Andrews. The bathroom must be flooded. Mr. Andrews. The whole ceiling may come down. Mr. Andrews, I think it's soup. Of course it is. That's what I've been saying. It's soup. <laughs> Betty, what soup? That stuff dripping off the ceiling. Now, Betty, how would soup get on a ceiling? And <laughs> Well, what do you know? It is soup. Hmm, golly. Vegetable soup. Yeah, but who ever heard of a ceiling leaking soup? How did you ever do anything as stupid as opening a pressure cooker while it was steaming? She was, I didn't know, Mrs. Andrews. Oh, pressure cooker, Mary, did you say pressure cooker? Yes, I said pressure cooker. Doug had exploded the soup all over the place. 
Oh, so that's how the soup got on the ceiling. Well, and all the time I thought we busted a water pipe. Fred, I don't think... <laughs> but it was soup. Fred, <laughs> the I... The funniest thing I ever heard of. <laughs> soup all over the ceiling. <laughs> Fred, the soup was all over the ceiling. It's now all over your best soup. <laughs> yes, I know. And whoever heard of getting soup all over your... My best soup. Oh, no. Oh, Mary, look at this suit. Oh, don't worry, Mr. Andrews. On you, it looks good. Jughead, you... Fred, put that pressure cooker down. Boy, if I don't find some potatoes quick, Dad's gonna boil me instead. I sure hope Veronica's got some. Never knew it could be so hard to borrow a few measly potatoes. Just a few measly... Why, Archie, hello. <laughs> Hi, y'all, Archikins. Hmm. <laughs> it's awful nice to see y'all, Archie. Dear. <laughs> Gee, it's nice to see you too, Veronica. But, Veronica, there's something I have to ask you. Oh, really? And, well, I, I don't know exactly how to say it. Well, maybe I can help you ask me. Huh? First come in, Archie, and close the door. But what's that got to do with what You'll I want? see. Now. Put your arms around me. But, Veronica, I... I just don't want you to be bashful. Now, go ahead. Put your arms around me. Well, okay. Now, hold me tight. Well, okay. And look me in the eyes. Okay. Now, just what did you want to ask me? Well, do you... That is... Would you? Go ahead, Archie. What do you want? Potatoes. What? Yes, uh, potatoes, a pound of potatoes. Is that what you want to ask me for? Uh-huh. Well, my Uncle Joe's coming to dinner, and he eats so much, we need more potatoes. Archie Andrews, it so happens we have a barrel of potatoes. Big ones, small ones, and medium-sized ones. But I wouldn't give you a potato if you hadn't eaten for a week. Good, I haven't... Huh? Gee whiz, now what did I say? Fred, there's no point fretting and fuming about that soup. It was an accident, and accidents will happen. Yes, dear, I know, but why do they all have to happen to me? That's what I want to know. Why do they... for the last time, forget it. We don't have time to argue with Jughead now. Uncle Joe and Aunt Margaret will be here any minute, and I don't have the table set yet. So for pity's sake, go upstairs and change your suit before they get here. Oh, me, all right, dear, all right. I'll go change my suit. But after this is over, I want to have a long talk with that jughead. 
Oh, pay no attention, Mr. Andrews' children. He'll forget all about it in no time. I hope so. But golly, Mrs. Andrews, what about the ceiling? It's still all covered with soup. Oh, Betty, we don't have time to worry about the ceiling now. It stopped dripping, and that's all that matters. Now, I want to finish setting the table, so will you and Jughead please watch these things on the stove? Oh, sure, Mrs. Andrews, we will. All right, uh, those string beans should be about done now, and you can take them off the flame. But leave them in the pot so they'll stay warm. Oh, all right, Mrs. Andrews. And Jughead, try not to explode anything else. Yes, Mrs. Andrews. Ouch, this pot is hot. Hand me that kitchen towel jug. Oh, here you are. Thanks. I'll just move this pot of string beans over here. There we are. Now... Oh, Mom, Mom, I didn't get any... Well, gee was Betty and Jughead. Hello, Archie. Hi. What are you two doing here? Well, after you left, I found some potatoes, so I brought them over. <laughs> me too. Oh, great. You mean I've been running all over town for potatoes, and you had some here all the time? Uh-huh. Oh, Fine. Where's Mom and Dad? Well, your father had to go change his suit, and your mother's setting the table in the dining room. Well, I'm glad everything's under control anyway. I... I... Gee whiz. What's the matter? What smells? I don't smell anything. Quit looking at me. (laughs) Jughead, I'm not looking at you, but I tell you, something smells funny. Like something burning. But, Archie, nothing's burning. Your mother just looked at the steak and the potatoes and... (gasps) Oh, golly, the towel! Gee whiz, it is burning. Oh, boy. Oh, one corner of the towel is on fire. Gee whiz, Jug, quick, quick. Grab the towel and throw it in the sink. I'll burn my hand. No, you won't. Throw it right across the room. Okay, look out. There. Attaboy, Jug, it... Oh, boy. Jug, it landed on the curtains. Golly. Gee whiz, I missed the sink. Oh, boy, the curtains are burning, too. Quick, throw some water on them. How? You, you can't get near the sink. Oh, golly. Gee whiz, what'll we do? Archie, the Venetian blinds are oh. going to catch on fire. Oh, boy, Jug, Jug, quick, quick. Jug, Jug, go out the back door there and, and get the garden hose. Jug, Jug, quick. I, I was washing the car with it this morning. Get it. Okay, I'll get it. Hurry up, Jug. Oh, golly. Calm down, Betty, calm down. Jug will have the hose in a second. I'll... Oh, goodness, what's I... going on here? Veronica, what are you doing here? I came over to apologize for losing my tempo. Gee, but who started that fire? Never mind, Veronica, but you better not stand near that door because Jug's liable stand to... Back. Oh, stand back! Oh, Jug, it's Jug, getting me all wet! Stand back, everyone, stand back! Jug, put it on the fire! You're getting me all wet! Out of my way, everyone, out of my way! Jug, turn it around! Oh, how'd that fire start? Jug, put the hose on the oh. fire. What's going on here anyway? I... Now! I'm getting all wet. Jug, had turned the hose the other oh, way. Jug, had please. Veronica, I... Mary, don't. Betty, will you... Look, That's better. Now listen to me, all of you. This nonsense has gone far enough. Too far, in fact. Yes, Mr. Andrews. Yes, dear. Yes, Dad. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, that fire is out. So, Jughead, get that hose that Dickens out of here before we float away. Okay, Mr. Andrews, okay. Oh, all right. Now, I have never in all my days seen such goings-on. Just because we happen to get a phone call that we're getting some unexpected company for dinner, what happens? Everybody gets all excited. Everybody starts running around, exploding soup on the ceiling, starting fires, bringing in garden hoses, and generally acting like... Like the water's turned off. Like the water's turned off. <laughs> no! Oh, Jughead, be quiet. She was, what did I say? Too much. Now, listen to me. If you girls are too wet to go home that way, go upstairs, borrow some dry clothes from Mrs. Andrews' closet, and then go home. 
because we are expecting company any minute. And I still intend to sit down to a peaceful dinner, even if we don't have any soup, even if the kitchen is all wet, and even if the curtains are burned. Yes, Mr. Andrews. And Jughead, the same goes for you. Yes, Mr. Andrews. All right. Now, Archie, get a mop and get... Oh, good grief. That's probably Uncle Joe and Aunt Margaret now. Oh, dear. Fred, what'll we do? Now, 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 Mary, there's nothing to get excited about. They'll understand that we had a little accident. Besides, all they have to do is wait in the living room a few minutes until we get the kitchen cleaned up. Then we can have dinner just as if nothing had happened. Sure, Mom. All right, dear. Now, 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 try smiling, you two. Quit looking like the world had come to an end. (laughs) Yes, dear. Well, hello there, folks. <laughs> well, well, Uncle Joe and Aunt Margaret. <laughs> How are you folks? <laughs> well, sir, you got here right in time for dinner. Dinner? Did you say dinner? Yes, sir, a steak dinner and all this. But, Fred, there must be some mistake. We had just finished dinner when I called you. Just finished it? You mean... And now, back to the Andrews. It's later that day, Uncle Joe and Aunt Margaret and the twins have come and gone, and peace and quiet have finally returned to the Andrews' home. Oh, Mary, I have never seen such a day as this. Oh, neither have I, dear. Oh, me too. I... Oh, Oh, fine. I'll get it. Gee, I still can't understand how it all happened. Neither can I, Archie. But it's over and done with, so let's just forget the whole thing. The less I hear about Sunday dinner, the better I'll like it. Me too. I've heard just... Oh, dear. Mary, what now? Fred, that was Prunella Jenkins. What did she want? She wanted to know why we never showed up for dinner. She invited us over to her house, and I forgot all about it. Oh, no. You've been listening to another chapter of The Adventures of Archie Andrews, written by Carl Zampel and based on the copyrighted feature appearing in Archie Comics magazine. Archie was played by Bob Hastings, Jughead by Harlan Stone. Mom and Dad Andrews are played by Alice Sherman and Arthur Cole. Veronica and Betty by Rosemary Rice and Yvonne Mann. This program is produced and directed by Kenneth McGregor. Listen next Saturday for more of the merry adventures of Archie Andrews. This is Bob Sherry wishing you all a very pleasant weekend. So long. For Meet the Mint, which will be heard immediately over most of these stations. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. And that's The Adventures of Archie Andrews from November 20th, 1948, starring Bob Hastings as Archie Andrews with Harlan Stone as Lisa's got this, it's got a, well, why? It I'm, stinks in here. Well, I'm eating a salad with, it's got, it's got feta cheese in it. That's no, what you're smelling. No, it's not the cheese that smells. What are you talking about? It's I don't know. It's not me. There's just a very. I took a shower three weeks ago. There's a very strong odor coming from your dinner. It's, this has got feta okay, cheese. I, you're going to have to go to the kitchen. No, I'm eating it You're going right to the here. kitchen. If you don't like it, you're going. To, then you do. <laughs> you're sending me to the kitchen. Yes, I I'm am to the ba- dungeon. I'm being kitchen. banished to the kitchen. <laughs> Banished. What don't you like? Smell it. It's del- I don't. It's I don't delicious. like the way it smells.
Okay, well, you have a very uh, peculiar nose. I have a sensitive sense of smell. It's always nose. Don't you have a sensitive sense of smell as well? Yes, I actually do. Okay, then. (laughs) So, anyhow. (laughs) We've been answering phones like crazy Oh, my gosh. Carl's been putting me to work on all my breaks here. Goodness. So many people calling for the 60 shows for 60 bucks. It really is a deal, and it's going quickly. And I appreciate so much helping me unload all of these CDs that are have been on my shelves for years. <laughs> I was thinking the listeners. Oh, okay. Um, Lisa said, do I get paid extra to do this? I said, yeah, I'll give you a dollar in order. <laughs> that's about what I, that's um, about the that's, profit. Because I'm, I'm really racking it up here. It should be about 20 bucks by the end of the night. <laughs> really, and, really and truly, uh, it is the cost. We're selling these for the cost yes. to manufacture them. Um, we're just, uh, who better than our own listeners that right. love these classic radio shows. And I noted a lot of people are buying them as gifts, which is yeah. a great idea. Yeah, it really, really is. So thank you. The number to call 815-900-7535. There is a $10 shipping and handling because, um, it is like, it's almost $8 to ship at just the postage. And then there's a box and tape and all that kind of stuff. So 815-900-7535 if you'd like to order. They are going fast. Yes. They probably will not last past next week, I don't think. Um, So if you want to order, now's the time. You can call. And if we don't answer, we will call you back as soon as we possibly can. 815-900-7535. 60 half-hour classic radio shows on 30 CDs for for only $60 plus shipping and handling. All right, time for this month in music history. And we're going back to 1985 with this great song. Oh, I love this song. This was from The Breakfast Club. Yes. I remember this during college. This was such a great movie, wasn't it? It was. John great Hughes. Song, what great a movie. genius John Hughes so this was. Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. Mm-hmm. And it was playing during the opening and closing credits on The Breakfast Club. Yeah. And this was their only one, only number one hit in the U.S. Right. 1985. Wow. Great song. And what a great movie, Breakfast Club. Right. Wow. Yeah. And what a great person picking the great song. Lisa Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks, Lisa. More of Hollywood 360 after this. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. In our next hour, it's Mike Bubble Bath Costello's favorite radio show, yours truly, Johnny Dollar. We're also going to need a Hollywood 360 listener contestant to play Name That Tune. That's right. If you're a fan of Prince and you'd like to play Name That Tune, be on the air and win a prize, give us a call. 312-642-5600. Caller number seven. Call and play. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.